All right, guys, now it's time for our special guest this week, the one and only Miss Lily Borden. You might have seen her in things like The Martian, The Book Club, or just Book Club, and most recently, The Nun, which we just recently saw. You can go check that out, and is it worth it? She's been acting since the early 2000s, so it's going to be really exciting to finally get to talk to her about her career, man. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to hear what she had to say. Yeah. And like J-Lo said, be sure we we did Book Club, too. Mm -hmm. You can catch our thoughts on Book Club and The Nun on Is It Worth It? Yeah. So, yeah, it's about time. Let's uh, give her a ring here and see if we can't get her on the phone. There we go. We go. Hello? Uh, hi, is this Lily? Yes, is this Dustin? It is. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm just um, plugging in my headset. All righty. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Can you Thanks hear us for okay? Calling me today. Oh, yeah, no problem. Of Thank course. you. Welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm, and uh, we're thrilled to have you today. Yes. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, no of problem. Course, of course. So, uh, so, how you doing today? Really good. Really fantastic. It's a beautiful day in Los Angeles. It's a sunny fall autumn day okay well i'm jealous we're already jealous because we're like dripping in humidity and it's like over a hundred here so yeah we're already jealous are you guys in are you guys in mississippi uh mississippi yeah about an hour outside of new orleans so we're kind of around the new orleans region so but yeah yeah, and it it, it quite there yeah hasn't quite found autumn yet here yeah to be honest yeah, who's all there? There's you, Dustin. Uh, well, it's me. Else? It's me and Logan right now. Uh, <laughs> everybody else is kind of yeah. hello. <laughs> uh, we might have Emily join us. She should. She should be on her way. Cool, fantastic. Aww. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no of problem. Course, of course, of course. So, of course. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, I guess my first question for you is: I, I noticed that that your mom uh, was was a film star as well in uh, Hungary. And so did you kind of like, were you around the industry when you were a child and kind of growing up? And is it something you always wanted to do? Or how did you kind of get first realize you wanted to be get into the industry as an actress? Well, that's correct. My mom uh, is a very famous actress in, in Hungary, which mm-hmm. is not a big country. It's about a country of 10 million people. Oh, wow. Um, and she, she came up when she was super young. She had just started drama school. There's one national theater school, and she got pulled from school to do all these movies. She was known to be the most beautiful actress of her age in the oh, 70s. Wow. And in the 80s, she she moved to the United States and uh, married my dad and had me and then had my brother. And she was away from the business. I mean, she worked. Uh, she did some theater and she did some television in New York. But mostly she was a full-time mom. And so uh, when we'd go back to Hungary, I would get a sense of who she really was, like just from people stopping in the street and, you know, uh, telling her that they've always admired her and asking her if she was ever going to move back to Hungary, which she ended up doing about 20 years later. Hmm. But she, yeah, but she, um, but she never talked about, you know, what a huge star she was in her country and but I would get a sense of it when we would go home. Right. And when we'd go back to Hungary for the summer, I would be mostly with my grandparents or my cousins. But sometimes I would hang out with her and I'd go to meetings with her. And, and then she'd go home and, you know, fly away for a few weeks at a time and shoot movies. So I would know, you know, that she was working on a movie. So I was around it and she always supported that within me. And she always told me she thought I would be an actress one day. Mm-hmm. And I definitely had that uh 
inclination. I was in all the plays, every chance I could get, I was on stage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, and that's, that's how awesome. it kind of started for you, right? You kind of started on stage and more theater than film and television, right? Well, just from my training in school, but I, I think I, I kind of did them in tandem. My first film was a short film I did. It was a Columbia graduate student film. And my mom, my actual mom, played my mom. And oh, that's awesome. um, I yeah. played... Lisa Roberts as a young uh, child. And so I started, I, I would say I started in film if, if I'm to look at it that way. And then as I grew older um, in school, we'd do, you know, the school plays and I was Annie and Annie. I was Wendy and Peter Pan. And, um, and then, and then the theater came in more during college. Uh, and then also as I moved to Budapest, I started doing theater and mm-hmm. then all the films from out of the country would start, pouring into the new studios being built in Budapest because I lived in Budapest for about four years before moving to L.A. in 2008. So from 2004 to 2008 or 2003 to 2008, I was um, doing stage and uh, film pretty much at the same time. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. And, and, yeah, so you quite the traveler as well. Yeah. I mean, and that that's... It's got to be just like this, like wild culture shock, though, right? From I guess kind of doing theater and stage and film over in in, in Europe and and overseas, and then kind of coming to LA. That's got to be a bit of a, yeah. a switch, right? Um, it was, but it wasn't. I mean, a film set is a film set, right? And I actually worked on pretty big productions in Hungary. It's like uh, the new Hollywood of Europe is Budapest. Wow. Okay. Uh, Colette, yeah. Colette film there, the movie that, you know, Kira Knightley's probably going to be up for Os- an Oscar for. And right. So, I mean, so many movies I filmed. I filmed uh, uh, with uh, Ridley Scott there. I filmed with so many amazing, famous actors. And one of my first films was The Moon and the Stars with Alfred Molina mm. and Jonathan Price. Right. So I, I, I started my career working with some pretty big people. And so I got spoiled and then I moved to LA and it took a while to ramp it up. And luckily now I'm starting to work with, you know, I've always worked on amazing projects, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it's, some people say it's the size of the movie, not the size of the role. Well, I don't, I don't, I tend to agree on some level, but uh, my favorite movie was Cherry, which is now only available on DVD, but right. it was my first feature and I was the lead in that. And that was, you know, there were no so-called big names, you know, distributors talk about big names. You need to have a big name in your film. There were no big names in, in a lot of the films that I did. Um, but, but now I'm starting to work on films with bigger names, but also um, making sure that I'm fulfilled and playing bigger roles in, in sort of indie features as well. Uh, my film, Curtis, just came out. It won the grand prize. Uh, at the Montreal World Film Festival. I helped produce that as well. I have oh, wow. a supporting role in that. Um, that's doing the festival circuit right now. Uh, Book Club came out, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. obviously, in May, and then now it's on DVD. And then uh, The Nun came out uh, right. recently, um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's number one. Yep. So so it's been a nice few years, and I'm, I'm really glad I made the move. But yeah, Hungary is always going to be, as you said, where I started my career. Yeah, right. And and now for 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 anybody that might not know, uh, Curtis, that's the, the about the uh, Casablanca, correct? And the director of Casablanca. Yes, Michael Curtis. His name uh, was Americanized, but it's actually Kertész Mihai, and oh. he was a Hungarian vaudeville actor that moved to the state, first New York, and then Los Angeles, and became one of the most prolific 
uh, directors ever during the golden era of Hollywood. He worked uh, a lot with Warner Brothers and he worked with Halby Wallace. My character in this movie is Irene Lee. She's an actual uh, human. And she she was the story story editor on the movie Casablanca. She found the play Everybody Comes to Rick's that the movie is based on. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations on that and and for winning the award. I mean, that sounds incredible. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, we're definitely going to check it out yeah. because I don't think a lot of people really understand the history of behind how Casablanca came. And exactly. so that's fantastic. And I'm glad somebody did make the story because it, it, it's a great film and the story should be told. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I hope a lot of people see it. Well, this is a good sign because this was our first festival and uh, and we won the grand prize, so uh, hopefully this is a sign of what's to come. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, and as it progresses and as it goes on, definitely we'd love to have you back on to talk about it as yeah, it progresses definitely. and kind of and kind of gets out there and people see it and talk about it. We'd love to have you back on to talk about it more. Full disclosure: Logan and I have seen both the Nun and Book Club. This is true. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, we 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 enjoyed both. Um, we actually reviewed them both, and and and, and uh, yeah, we we loved them. I thought you and Book Club uh, as the dance instructor was fantastic. Yeah, it was honestly, um, awesome. Thank you. Because I, I think you know. It, it's a huge, it's an important role to that couple's relationship mm-hmm. and their storyline. And I thought it was, it, it was the way you played the character. It, it was just hilarious. Yeah. And, and the interaction <laughs> that you had with those, with the, it, it was brilliant. It, it, yeah. We thoroughly Aww. enjoyed the film. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I love the film. I love that film. Yeah. It, it, I, I'll tell you what. And <laughs> we were kind of in a theater and it was a bit of an older skewing audience and a lot of women <laughs> and everything. And they were just having a hoot. They were yeah. laughing and it was hysterical. So it made it really fun for us, of yeah. course. And then we just kind of, yeah, it, it just, congratulations. Cause it's a great film Thank you. Um, with a great Thank cast you. And, yeah. and you did fantastic in it. So, yeah. um, <laughs> and we would highly recommend people to go see it cause it, it, it is a good time. It's a good, it's a fun film. It is worth it. It's a great time, and it's so great seeing these ladies and that, and knowing that they actually became close friends through right. shooting the film. Awesome! It's also yeah. amazing. And then Andy Garcia and Elisa Silverstone. It's such an amazing cast, yeah. and, and it was such an honor to be part of this group of people, and then also to be part of the story of this one couple played by Craig T. Nelson and Mary Steenburgen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, yeah. And so, okay, I got an, a Craig T. Nelson because I'm a huge fan yeah. from Parenthood, from Coach, from Incredibles. Yeah. I mean, like everything he's ever been. What's he like? I mean, is he is he oh. as nice a guy as he comes across? I mean, what yeah, what was it like know, working with know, him? He's, ex- he's exactly who he, you know, is in like the Parenthood, like just a oh, warm, kind, oh. soft. Spoken, that's awesome co- very quiet really um you know yeah yeah but not like in a way that you know like uh i've met you know i've worked with like um jeff bridges mm-hmm. and he he was quiet yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know but in a way where he was playing his guitar and like he was very focused and right right Becky nelson was like super complimentary and um just very very supportive and at the end of the the shoot he came up to me and said lily uh what you did today was a huge accomplishment it's not easy to to do a to to do scenes where you're you know i was a dance instructor and i'm not a dance instructor right i studied dance most of my life but to you know you're in a sense taking charge of a scene and these two giant you know legends of actors are there and you're telling them what to do right i was like can i do this can i like take charge and do this and i 
you know, and, and, and it was really nice to hear that feedback that I did. You kind of just got to do it. You know, you can't be like overly polite or like genteel about it. You just got to right. say, firm frame and get up and let's go. Yeah. And then playing somebody who's trying to teach people who can't dance. Yeah. So that's like hilarious yeah. in itself. And you did a yeah. phenomenal job. I mean, I, seriously, like your your role of the teacher was one of the, the best parts of the film, yeah. I thought, honestly. Oh, my gosh. Um, thank you. Oh, no, that's you're amazing. welcome. I mean, like I said, I, I the interaction that you had with, with just even Craig T. Nelson and the whole thing at the end yeah. when he's like comes up and surprises her. And I, it was just brilliant. It was yeah. Really yeah. Good. It's beautiful. That made me cry when he showed up <laughs> on his motor cycle and his costume yes it was a good part it was a good part. it was and then the nun yeah like wow <laughs> <laughs> just yeah what'd you think uh yeah we 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 loved the nun i mean we were yeah, having a good time with the nun as well yeah it just yeah we we loved frenchie yeah <laughs> frenchie was hysterical oh yes. um, yeah we Frenchie's loved how awesome. it, how we went back and forth kind of between horror and comedy because there was a lot yes. of comedic relief. Yes. Well, there was room for it in this particular Definitely. movie. And I, as we were working on it, you know, uh, James Wan was on set and he was saying, um, you know, if there's, if there's any of our movies that there's room for this kind of thing in or, you know, more of, more of it, it's this one. So Definitely. let's just go for it. And so I think everybody just really just wanted to have a good time yeah. and make something fun yeah. right. as well. As well as scary. Yeah, right, exactly. Achieved, I think it achieved both where you can laugh. But, you know, I think I think that horror films, I think it's more terrifying in a way when you can have that release of a, a laugh now and again and then and then go back to being freaked out. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You're tense the whole time. You kind of, like, I, I do anyway. I zone out when I yeah. when there's too many scares. Yeah. I just kind of shut down and I just, like, close it's great, that, yeah, you yeah. Know, But that's just me. No, no, we agree wholeheartedly. And, and I mean, because there were some intense scenes. I mean, when he's buried alive in the coffin and, you know, the the hanging. And, and I mean, it's some intense bunch, stuff. So yeah. to have that relief, like you said, to kind of wake the audience a little back away from the. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. what what are one of our favorite parts is, you know, like, uh, holy shit, the holiest. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. a great line yeah. to just kind of lighten the whole thing up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I met Damien Bashir uh, at the premiere because I didn't have any scenes with him, but yeah. um, he's such a lovely guy. And that's he awesome me to on hear. Instagram, and I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a such a nice, you know, yeah, gesture. Yeah, it's a nice and, moment. Like, uh, just even wrote me, said it was nice to meet you, and just such a gentleman, polite polite man that's cool well that's good i mean it sounds like you 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 it, it's it's great to hear it. it sounds like you have a lot of fun on all of the sets yeah and, exactly and you do kind of develop relationships and have and have a you, you know a camaraderie with the people well you know i think that you know someone told me this once and i was like a little bit turned off by you know that we have the best job in the world as actors and i have to start to agree you know uh we to be on set, I mean, who doesn't dream of being an actor and being on set and right. having the story, you know, being able to tell the story in that way. I mean, we love actors. Mm -hmm. I love actors. I look up to these people and the fact that I get to work with them is such a perk. But, you know, even just to be on set, the, the vibe that's on set, that creative uh, collaboration is the best feeling for me in the world. Yeah. So, Definitely. so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, there's, uh, there, it, it, 
there there can be conflict and there can be um, you know tension, but generally speaking, everybody on set is there because they want to be there. Exactly, right. they want to be part of something like this. Exactly. So there's there's on most sets I've worked on, there's a lot of gratitude and a lot of joy and mm-hmm. a lot of like, holy crap, are we really doing really this? And are we really this. living our dream right. and yeah. making these movies that exactly. millions of people are going to watch and hopefully like? And you're connecting to people, not just the people you're working with, but then the people who watch the film and yeah. who then rent the film. Exactly. Yeah. A, a, a good. A, a great explanation and a, and a great description because we've had we've had other guests on the show too who describe it that way that your art connects with people. Yeah. And that you do it to you know as an a form. It is a, an expression of art or a form of entertainment, but you're also on us on a level reaching people that you see, that see it and can somehow inspire people or do that. So I, I love people who describe it that way because that, that's the way I look at it. You know, at, while it is entertainment and I enjoy seeing a film, the art speaks to me. That's why we do what we do and why we're in the industry and, and exactly. do the things because, you know, we do look at it that way. Um, so yeah. it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you feel the same way. It's true. Yeah, it, it really Honestly. is. Um, so television, you've also done a lot of television and on some, uh, you've been on some big stuff. You um, Westworld, uh, Law and Order, SVU, ER, um, what would you say the biggest difference is, or do you do you prefer television over film, or film over television, or kind of walk through the process of what you feel the biggest differences are between that? Well, um, uh, hmm, I guess there's um different, you know, just from the format, there's different uh, vibe vibe. I would say, mm-hmm. um, film sets I think are a lot slower. Although I do have to say that being on a lot of indie features where the pace is so fast because the budget is lower and you have to get all of your scenes shot, all of the pages done. Um, In a way, that can be similar to TV, whereas a show like Westworld, where we shot on film and where the budget was so big and where, you know, I really felt like they were taking their time. Right. Like, we, we had time. So it felt more like a movie set. It felt more like being on The Martian. Yeah. Um, so, so there's a lot of crossovers right now. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of. So I, I would say that it just depends on the budget. It depends on what we're shooting, what we're shooting on. Depends on the the people at the helm, what's important to them, where the priorities are. Yeah. 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 The <laughs> personalities of the of the film. So I, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, I, you know, things like ER and. Sure. Uh, Law and Order. They're so well, such well-oiled machines. Exactly. They move so smoothly and calmly and paced. Whereas, like you know, I was on Westworld season one, so um, I definitely felt like it was a a a team learning about each other, Mm -hmm. but also working very very well together in a very excited knowing that we're creating something amazing, shooting on film, which is to me like such a dream yes such a dream come yeah. true because it's such a such a different feel yeah oh i i, I love you so much uh, <laughs> i'm a film guy i i'm a big film guy yeah. i'm i'm old school and i just feel like like you just said it's a whole different world a whole different experience and and for me 
anytime I get to work with film or the film format, it's just so much better to me. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. I love old yeah, school. Yeah, I actually I recently met with a uh, a gentleman who works with Kodak. Oh, wow. Steve Bellamy, and he showed me this picture. He works with the Nolans, and mm-hmm. he works with, uh, like, he worked with John Krasinski. The Quiet Place was filmed on film. Right. And I was like, yeah. I didn't know that, yeah. but when I when I think about the film, because I wasn't thinking that when I was watching it, right. when I think about the film, the feeling I get is has so much more depth Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just even remem- remembering the film has so much more dimension and mm-hmm. warmth, such a different feel and vibe than like films that I know that were filmed uh, with the same budget, but were filmed digitally. Like, and it's not even like you're watching it in Europe, but you, the feeling of the film, the, right. what, the, what you walk away with. And he showed me, and Steve Bellamy showed me uh, a picture. I was like, what is this? He's like, this side is filmed. And this side is digital. And the digital one was this really pretty colorful sort of prismic uh, pattern. Mm -hmm. The film one was this sort of green, globular, organic uh, looking thing. It was alive. Right. It looked alive. So when you break it down to the smallest, you know, particles, film is alive and digital is not so much yeah 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 so what what you're capturing is a is alive if it's good acting and if it's real and truthful but the actual material itself that it's being captured on it's completely different mm-hmm. it is it really it is. is wow that's that's yeah. got to be like one of the best descriptions yeah. i've heard especially coming from somebody in front of the camera yeah, that, that realizes behind the yeah, camera and the beauty works. of it and the, again i think it goes back to the philosophy of looking at what you do as art and and a living breathing exactly. piece of perform uh, yeah wow that was a great description yeah that was beautiful well all all, all he ha- all i had to do was see this picture and yeah I was like mm-hmm. wait uh, he was like which one do you think is digital and which one i'm like well this one's green and kind of like doesn't look like like looks like some kind of fungus and this <laughs> one is colorful and bright and it's prismic and it's pa- got a pattern whereas the other one doesn't have much rhyme or yeah, reason right. and I said well I don't I'm I'm gonna I, I have no idea I, I, I didn't even want to just guess he's like this green one this live looking one is filmed right awesome That's so, so if awesome. you see this picture if you can find it anywhere maybe Kodak has it on, on their website it's unbelievable now backtracking a little bit you were talking about the different pacing between a short film feature films and television which do you prefer the fast paced television or the slower paced film I love being on set so much and I love filming so much that I, I tend to like to take my time and chew chew my food and you know, um, but Definitely. but as far as the fast pace, I mean, it would also depend on uh, the role. You know, if it's a quick job in and out, um, or if it's like uh, you know a recurring role mm-hmm. where you, I just I just like having time to like really talk about stuff, even if it's before. So the the pace, you know, you can get you know, the best shots on the first take, and right. I've become more of a first take kind of girl. Right. But then I also like the third take. So it's like always the first take and the last take are the best. Yeah. But because they're but they're always so different. Right. right. 
Right. And just spending that much more time, I guess, connects you more with the character, right? I could imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. The more time you have, the more energy you give something. Right. Whatever it is in in, in life, it's whether it's a relationship, whether it's, um, a, you know, a character in a movie, a role you're playing, whether it's, you know, you're developing something for, you know, technology, whatever it is. The more, the more time you have with it, the more you apply yourself, the more you communicate about it, mm-hmm. which is why I love rehearsing, uh, the better I think the product is going to be. And then, you know, uh, I know I've spoken to directors and like, I, it's my experience too, that the first take is the best, but if there's preparation behind it, I mean, you can always rely on happy accidents and those happen all the yes, time. Definitely. But you know, if you've ever read Sidney LeMay's book on, uh, directing, uh, he rehearses with his actors. And one of my biggest regrets is when uh, I he wanted to meet me for a role on Twenty One uh, was it Twenty One Center Street mm-hmm. um, yeah that TV show yeah so I was I was like eighteen years old I was in love and I was running back to Europe to see my love uh, right oh. Uh, and I was like, no, I got a ticket. I got a ticket to Europe. I'll see you later. But like, yeah, like rehearsal, you know, re- rehearsal is, is such an expression of the love of the craft. Of, it is. Of definitely. It is. Oh, yeah. The, the tragic love story, the chase in love. And, exactly. Oh, that's, oh, my God. That's a great story. Yeah. Though. That's a honestly. great story. Okay. So let, let's, uh, I know, I know, um, a couple of questions, just kind of talking about the industry and how you, it's kind of changed and, and evolving and, and how it's kind of made the move. You brought up digital and film and stuff and how it's kind of gearing towards streaming now and the, the big battle of the consolidation of the studios, I guess. Now, you mentioned Instagram and that you're on Instagram and you're on social media and everything. How are you with that? Have you found that the, this this big emphasis on you have to be on social media? If you, if you don't have this many followers, you're not going to get it over this person who does and this have you found that to be true have you found that to add a different aspect or challenge to your audition process or what the industry your approach to the industry no so so it's it hasn't been a change for you you kind of you you still approach it the same way and and are you a fan of the social media aspect of it now or or it's just well let's just say i've been sucked into it Okay. And I've let I've let that happen. So I do post and I do share what I'm working on. I'm not saying it hasn't helped me stay in touch with my collaborators right. and some fans. You know, I don't have um, I haven't put too much energy into gaining followers. I know there's an art to that as well. But um, I I was just reading an article by Kira Knightley, and she's not on social media at all. And she made makes perfect sense. She says, "Why am I going to put something out there?" It's going to have hundreds of comments and people, some people being positive, some people being negative, and that's on my phone and with me in my purse. And I'm, it's on my person, and I, you can't get away from that. Right. And, there, and that's so true. And I was thinking, like, oh man, maybe I should just stop this whole thing altogether and just, you know, let my work speak for itself and not have to post about, oh, I'm on set, oh, I'm at a premiere. But it's also. For me, it's been a way to stay in touch with like old classmates and right. friends, and definitely you really feel connected to these people, but yet you're not. So it's it's like a double-edged sword, I would say. It's two sides of the coin. It's absolutely it's good absolutely. and it's bad, and it just it's, it can be a time sucker, and it's also a way to spy on people. You know, like you can see <laughs> what people like 
Right. And yeah, don't like, exactly. and it's just, it can suck you in. And like, I know some people who live their lives on, on Instagram. And I think that's probably taking away from, from time or moments spent in the present, right? you know, in reality, in reality, not the virtual world. Right, definitely. Well, and as I was just thinking while you were saying that it could also, it could help you, but then you could also self-destruct by posting the wrong thing. So, yeah, definitely a double-edged sword. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you can post something that turns someone off or you have an opinion that differs with someone and where you can sit down face-to-face and have a discussion about it. Um, you post something and then that person might feel compelled to just say, well, I don't agree with this person. Right. I'm going dis- you know, to disown them or you know, disassociate from them, whereas it could have been a conversation an exactly. important conversation where both parties learn about it. So it's this echo chamber effect as well. Exactly. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to kind of turn table just a little bit and kind of talk a- away from the industry a little bit and talk about some stuff you do outside of it uh, also. We noticed um, that you are that you do a lot of work with autism and the autist- uh, autism spectrum and, and the um, children. And how did you get involved in that? Was there a particular reason why you kind of gravitated toward autism or um, how did, how did that all come about? And, and thank you for that, by the way. Um, we think we, th- we love that, that you're involved in that and are, are, are actively engaged. Um, so how did that all kind of come about? That was sort of something that found me. I had a friend that I'd met who was an actress, Carice Hutchings, and she started a foundation called uh, Guidance Autism. It's guidanceautism.com. We teach dance to kids with autism. Saturday mornings, I'm teaching tomorrow's class. And um, what we do is we use dance, and it's very hands-on. So we, we position the kids. We teach them the basics like plies, releves, but we also have a lot of free dance. We have dancing across the floor. It's just a way to have fun and disengage our brains but engage our you know at the same time like engage our bodies and our freedom freedom of of expression you know where where it's just a new channel of self-expression for for these children and um and also a great opportunity for us to connect with them like i feel very fortunate to be part of this organization now for about eight years and um yeah and just incorporating different trying new things like we have a respite program for the parents i give reiki healing to the parents um if they you know if they opt in for it uh even to the children if they want it so it's just like a really fun space to be together and um with some great music and dance and scarves and then free dance and you know just fun stuff chicken dance (laughs) <laughs> there you go together that we look forward to every week That's yeah so absolutely awesome. and, and it's so nice i mean i think it's important for because you seem so uh, very appreciative of like you said that you get to be on a set and live your dream and do the things and and it's always nice to to see somebody that's so appreciative of what they get to do but then also give back yes. and to help other people and and to do yeah, I, much respect I, I mean i have a lot of respect for people who do that and and can, Thank are you. Fortunate I think it goes, yeah, it goes hand in hand um, because, you know, it's easy to get caught up with your own stuff and it then is, use perspective. I don't have my own children. Um, I would like to sooner than later. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't know what it's like to have kids, let alone kids with um, with autism or something, something else, yeah. right. you know, uh, any kind of something that, that can be considered a setback. 
um, we try to find, we try to help these kids and their, these parents connect through dance. Mm-hmm. And and for me, the reward is seeing seeing these kids um, do things for the first time, like how, like clap or stomp or you know a roll across the floor oh, or yeah. do a plie or learn the difference between first and second position. Um, so it's just, uh, it's life, you yeah, know, yeah. um, that's awesome. That, yeah, beautiful. that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, going, uh, down on your Instagram page, I noticed that you posted something about Ed Asner's, uh, family center and friends poker tournament. Did you go to that event? Yes, I did. And, uh, I went to, uh, an event a couple nights ago, a premiere of a movie called, Randy's Canvas, mm-hmm. which is about an autistic young adult um, growing up and falling in love, and um, Autism Speaks had another poker tournament. There's a lot of, uh, um, luckily, there are a lot of great, great people who are championing this. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, you know, helping families, helping families cope, and having programs and resources. And I, you know, if, if I weren't an actor, I would probably become involved in this as well, mm-hmm. in something related to helping these families and children with autism. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got, I got it. Did you play poker or did you just go? I did play poker. All right. Uh, well, then I do have a question because we recently talked to Ed and Ed admitted that his skills weren't so good, so he stole a lot of money. <laughs> oh, did, 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 you get, did you get taken from Ed or how'd you do? <laughs> I wasn't at a table with Ed, but I did meet him. Uh, yeah. He's such a lovely, lovely person. Yeah, he, he was. was so sweet. Yeah, he was, and he's a, he was a great interview as well. But he was hilarious. He's like, yeah, my skill level. I don't really win, so I just steal a lot of money from him. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, listen uh, again. Just thank you for doing that. It, it's wonderful to hear, and yes. and uh, much success for that as well. As much as your entertainment, much success for your continued work with that too. I think it's wonderful that you do that. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank so you. what what's next? So what's next for Lily? What what you got coming up? Well, um, there's a couple of movies that are in the early stages of development, um, and then I just am continually auditioning mm-hmm. and uh, also working on some projects, um, mostly short films, as just developing them and and then seeing what happens with our feature curtis and um, yeah. So I don't know where the next. I don't know what the next next thing is, but I, there are a lot of opportunities that I'm very, very excited about. I really, 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 I got to tell you, I'm interested in, in, in the Curtiz film, and I'm excited to have you back on and talk about mm-hmm. that as it progresses. Thank you. Um, because I am old school, and I'm all about <laughs> Casablanca and the golden era of Hollywood, and so to kind of see these things, we I would love to have you back on to talk about that as it keeps going. Yes. Um, yeah, I would love that. Maybe when the film is released, in the states, hopefully, we're still looking for distribution in the states. Awesome! Yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And one last thing before we let you go, we always ask our guests, "What would you? What advice would you give someone trying to break into the industry?" Um, that's interesting. I uh, it depends on the person and where they are and what their where their interests lie. But mm-hmm. um, you know, there's very basic steps you have to take. You have to get headshots. Uh, start working, go on Actors Access or LA Casting and just submit for student films, get material to make a reel. And then once you have your pictures and your reel, um, approach 
smaller agencies or bigger agencies. Um, and then also network with people, find people who are network. making uh, content, offer to help in any way you can, whether it's, you know, providing a location or just being on set, launching to even be an extra. Exactly. Just be around what you want to be. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, that's the, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think <laughs> it can be said any better than that. Be around what you want to be. That's, that's yeah. the best way to say it. Best way yep. to say it. Yep. Don't, don't. Don't, um, how do I put it? Like it's, you know, sometimes you find yourself being the, the, the best one in the room. And then when that happens, it's time to graduate and mm -hmm. find people who challenge you. Exactly. And, um, but also give back. So, 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 so chill in that space for as long as you can inspire some young people mm -hmm. or, you know, or, or just people starting out or people, but, but always try to be around people who challenge and inspire and that you can learn from. Right. And I think that's the absolute best way to, to wrap it all up because you just said, I think for me, the two most important things for a human being, not just in the craft or what they're trying, but in life, you should always try to keep learning and growing and improve, but you should also always try to inspire someone to do the same if you're in a position exactly. to do that. And I think that you you wrapped it up perfectly there. You continue Thank to you. grow and continue to inspire. And I think if you can do that in life in general, you're doing okay. Yeah. Thank you for giving me the space to to formulate that. Because, you know, when you have an interview, you start to get clear within yourself when you mm -hmm. talk to people about it, like-minded people or whatever, or people who aren't like-minded. But um, thanks for giving me the space to come up with that. Because I think that's really how I feel. And that's really, you know, where I have to focus. Yeah. Yeah. My energy. Well, you're very welcome and thank you for sharing. I think we yes. we do have a lot of young listeners on our in our, in our base and they they are inspired. So we we always look to try to get people on the show who who inspire and who who say that you can do this and you can grow and you can and and so thank you I, i'm sure that a lot of our listeners today are going to be very inspired by your story and how you've been able to move and do the things that you've done so thank you for giving us the opportunity to share that message we yes, appreciate definitely. it very thank much you. thank you so much guys have a beautiful beautiful evening you too thank and you well, well. Uh, open invite you come back anytime you want to and we, it was a thank our you. pleasure Yep, yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. You betcha. Have a great one. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. To be honest with you. I mean, yeah. Wow. Just like that's a very like unique approach. Yeah, exactly. Of how, you to know. the industry in general and to life. And to life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like not even having any children, but spending all of this time and effort towards a great cause is just amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I really seriously liked how she wrapped it up. And the way she described it is like, if you become the best person in the room, it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think that's the exactly. brilliant way to say it. It's like you are, you never stay on that plateau. Mm -hmm. If you're at the high, if you think you're at the highest you can get, you're done. Exactly. You got to keep going and exactly. going and going. And, and I just, I love people who give back. I mm -hmm. love people who inspire or want to inspire. And she seems to be very yeah. along those lines of wanting to give exactly. back to the community and, exactly. and do the things. Agreed yeah, what a completely. wonderful guest. Yes, thank you fantastic. for coming on the show. That was awesome. Absolutely. All right. All right.